Hey, what's your big life change? We want to celebrate it on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers taking the day off. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yeah, hi. Our friend Grant is at the controls and he'll be answering the phone at 651 641 1071. We want to celebrate your big life change. And this is all inspired by the fact that Leah Remini is going back to school at the age of 50 years old old yeah so she made the announcement on her instagram yesterday that she's going to nyu and that she couldn't be more excited about it she wrote that she was in tears after receiving an acceptance letter into an associates program at the liberal arts school at new york university she said i'm so excited in tears wanted to share this with you guys she said for someone like me a person who desperately wanted a higher education and options in my life coming from a cult and a family who didn't value education This is a very big day for me. That's so cool. Yeah, she said that this didn't come easy, and this is one of the last chunks of my life that I'm taking back for myself from Scientology. That is so awesome. So she's going back to school. Do we know... Um, you said it was an associate's program, but do yes. we know what, what specifically she's wanting to study? Um, I think she's probably going to try to work that out because okay. she's going to the New York University School of Professional Studies, Division of Applied Undergraduate Studies. Okay. Remember what the Olsons did like 20 years ago? I think that's kind of the school that she's going to. Oh, so, you know, I, I don't remember that, but yeah. She's doing her, you know, baseline classes. She's doing her Geology 101, her Rocks for Jocks, so like all that kind of stuff oh no thank you yeah but laying the foundation for advancement for sure she said that's so awesome go after your dreams dream big it's the first step and she said you know for those of you who are scared to take the first step this should you know you should choose you she said do it 651-641-1071 what's a big life change that you're uh that you're doing right now we want to celebrate it here on the colleen and bradley show we'll take your calls again at 651-641-1071 1071 and uh let's get started with Alyssa. She's on the line. Hi Alyssa. Hi. 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 What's your big life change that we can celebrate on the Colleen and Bradley show? Uh well, I'm getting or I'm going to be graduating with my master's degree at the end of the summer. Woohoo. All right. What's your master's in? Uh GIS. Okay, I don't know what that is. Uh, a geographic information system. Wow. Yes. That is amazing. Congratulations, Alyssa. At the end of the summer, big day. Thank you for calling. Thanks, Alyssa. Thanks. Um, that is, I will say. I mean, we we were obviously the people I know. who took rocks for jocks past I don't fail. think I took rocks for anything. <laughs> I took no rocks. Uh, I collect rocks. Um, I listen to rock. I tumble rocks. Right? But I have I, a pet Oh, rock. my goodness. Good for her. That's awesome. Let's that go really to awesome. Mary. Mary's on the line. Hi, Mary. What's your big life change? We want to celebrate it. Okay. I moved 1,800 miles away from you guys. Mm-hmm. I live now in South Carolina. So I moved two cars, four cats, and a household. And what? And a household. And a household, household. yes. Yeah. All by yourself. And I love it, love it, love it. And I'm sorry, they're Minnesota folks, (laughs) for the snow. (laughs) Mary, 
is what we got to do. We love that you love it. We love that you always tell us about the weather there and make us feel a little jealous. But we love even more that you always check in with us. Thank you, Mary. Thanks, Mary. Love you guys. Love you. you Congratulations on your awesome big life change. You know, there's something charming, though, about keeping a snow joe in the back of your car all year round. I mean, just because you never do know when you're going to need the snow joe. You don't. And for those of you who don't know what a snow joe is, Holly. It's a big, giant scraper mm-hmm. that you use to scrape the snow off your car. Highly recommend. So when you're one. racing down the freeway, it doesn't all come off. Yeah, don't be that guy. Get a snow Through. joe. Get please. a snow joe, man. Uh, Jennifer's on the line. Jennifer, what big life change can we celebrate for you? Well, I have a plethora. Um, I just turned 50. Mm-hmm. I am recently, well, the past pandemic year, single, so I'll be getting my own place. I'm starting back to work. I'm taking a train trip out uh, to New York, meeting with some weavers, and I'm starting my artistic career and also working with Springboard of the Arts. Oh, I'm getting that all going. So my I'm doing a lot. word. <laughs> that is that. a lot. That is a lot. lot. Congratulations <laughs> on all of it. Thank you. Um, but also, you said that you're meeting with some weavers. I, 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 I've called in before, and I weave, and I have an Instagram page, oh, and yeah, I met this yeah. other woman, and she lives out in New York, and I love what she does, and I said, hey, I'm going out there. I would love to see your stuff in person. I like the way she runs her business. So um, she said, for sure, I'll have a pop-up shop, and so I'm going to meet her, which I, I said, I hope that's not weird. <laughs> you know, that's so cool. Stranger, but. Jennifer, you're the one that made your own loom right yes yep yes okay remind us of your instagram because i tried to find it i remember this lots of vowels uh, yes okay so (laughs) spell it for me Uh, it's l-a uh-huh l-i uh-huh s-s uh-huh i-e-r-e by jennifer okay yeah la lucier by jennifer oh my gosh i love it thank you so much (laughs) and congratulations and i'm very excited for this next sort of chapter of your life and thank you for calling yes, congratulations thank you. thank you for being a part of it oh you're, you're the best it. take you care bye. bye hi and then let's say hi to danielle danielle's on the line hi danielle what can we celebrate for you hi, I, sorry yes. no you're good i'm going i'm going back to school for my phd <gasps> yeah you're amazing you're amazing and and, and yeah. what what shall you be uh researching slash studying yeah so i'm actually going to be going to school for physical therapy that's amazing congratulations danielle we can't wait to see what happens next for you you're gonna crush it thanks danielle (laughs) i will tell you guys going back to school as an adult is no joke Mm -hmm. oh yeah it is no joke totally different perspective though right like uh, being a student now in this part of your life versus maybe a different part of your life in a lot of different ways like you have a lot more grace for yourself right like when I when you go the first time, you're like, this is all there ever will be. I need to do everything perfectly. You you know, when you go back as an adult, this is I had a friend. This actually took me a minute because I went back with like the same attitude I'd gone to school with the first time, mm-hmm. which was and one of which was like, do everything, read every word, write everything perfectly, get A's, whatever. Mm-hmm. My friend Ann said to me, she goes, you're taking your classes pass fail. She goes, that means you can get a C. Right. Because you're going to get that degree. Right. And I was like, oh, hold the phone. She said, you have to stop working so hard. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's actually decent advice. So I, 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 you, you become very good at discerning what actually needs your attention and what doesn't need your attention and where you can 
put more effort and where you can maybe dial it down a little bit. And that's kind of perspective that comes with age. Yeah. Also with um, necessity, right? Because the older you are, the more responsibilities you have. Yeah, you're busy. Yeah, and you just have to go, that's just not going to get my time right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's maybe not the class that deserves all my attention. Yeah, you got it. It's all about... The mosaic of life and yes. balancing it. Some things you're mm. really into and you're going to give it your all. Some things you're just going to be like, well, you know what? I have to do it. Right. So let's just get through it. And then you can say, oh, that's good enough. Yeah, that's good mm-hmm. enough. See, I'm the opposite. I was That's good enough my first round because I was <laughs> focused on having a lot of fun mm. and getting everything. Basically, C's got degrees. Not that I got C's, but like. I focused on trying to, like you said, have as much fun as and and, and experience college. Right. Where when I did it, I got another degree later in life. It was well, I'm not worried about partying or meeting people. I'm here right. to learn. I'm here to focus, and it's like a job. So mm-hmm. I did so much better. I mean, I, unbelievably well, better. I would just say this: it, it regardless of where you are in in life, when you are in a space where you are studying something because you care about the thing you are studying, and not taking classes that are not generals yeah like i mean i never did well in math you know why because i don't like math and i don't use it i have a calculator yeah exactly so but when you get to take the classes that are in the areas that you love yep you do better in them because you care about them and you show up for them and you and you want to learn the material and so it's a whole different experience and by the way, you don't have to read every word of anything. No, never. And academic writers do not understand brevity. They do not know how to get to the point. Oh, no. yeah. That is that oh. is a, a round shape and the mo- uh, Steve Martin movie sometimes. Oh. And you will find that out. It makes me so... <laughs> oh, I can't. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's Friday, which means we're going to cheat. Grant, I bet you didn't even know. We got food in here for you. Oh, gosh. I'm going to bring over some food. Yes. We are going to put some food in our mouths and tell you how it is when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, every Friday... On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, not here. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Here. Our friend Grant is also here. Like I said, Bradley's right. off today. Um, we like to put something in our mouths. We like to cheat and uh, tell you what it tastes like. It's Cheat Day Friday. Cheat day. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat Day Taste Test. Stick this in your mouth. And okay, I'm kind of excited about this now that I see it. Mm-hmm. I know, I am too. Okay, so we ha- this has been the weirdest like what two years for chicken because it's been weird for chicken. it's been weird for I chicken. Mean, not only did we learn that Grant told us at noon, like don't manhandle your chickens because you're going to get sick. Yeah, your backyard <laughs> chickens are going to make you sick. Mm-hmm. But um, we have a tendency to order chicken sandwiches on the Colleen and Bradley show because, again, it's been a weird year, couple years for chickens. Yeah. So they have come up with a new chicken sandwich at the Burger King. Well, this chicken sandwich is going with the ongoing, I suppose we could say, the fast food chicken sandwich wars, which was really kicked off by the sensation that was the Popeye's chicken sandwich which a couple of years ago. we still think about. Yes. So <laughs> that one was just a glistening hunk of chicken that was delicious on a fluffy bun. Now, we've kind of gone through, I think, you know what's kind of funny, Colleen? Huh. And I feel bad now thinking about this, reflecting on this. Every time we try one of these chicken sandwiches, Bradley's, Bradley's not, here. not here. 
You know what? And here's other thing. Experiences. I don't really feel bad about this because I don't want to taint his actual Burger King chicken sandwich experience. True, true. So there is already a chicken sandwich at Burger King. It is, in my humble opinion, the best chicken sandwich. The long one, long and thin. Don't make that face, Grant. I love you, but But I have to thoroughly disagree. Wrong. You are so wrong about this. That one's been around forever. It's 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 It's, a classic. It's a classic. You're right. You don't mess with that. But they also have another one besides these ones too, right? uh, They have have well, they have they have a spicy one. Yep, Mm -hmm. and then they have one that they like. Do an upcharge for that just has tomatoes. That's I mean, it. it's just yes. you're fine. Okay. Yeah, and sometimes I feel like they cycle through chicken sandwiches of the world. Like every once in a while, that's, Burger King throws in a chicken parmesan. That's situation. my favorite when they do like their cordon bleu. Yeah. Oh, oh it's so good. Anyway, this is like a big uh, fried chicken sandwich, and it is substantial. Oh. So we've split it three ways um, because it's substantial. Uh, I gave you the middle there, Grant. Looks amazing. Yes. I thought you'd like it. Yeah. Um, okay. So this somebody, everybody, you guys go ahead and eat it, and I'll tell you what I'm looking at. And by okay. the way, I'm sorry if it's a little bit tepid. Yeah. Okay. It is simply a bun, uh, and it's like a I don't know, it's like a yellowy bun with pickles and a special sauce, and then the chicken. And you guys each have had a mouthful. I would like to take a mouthful. Will you tell me what you're tasting? Please. Well, so this is the classic layout of the chicken sandwich wars, where it's going with that kind of almost like Chick-fil-A-esque chicken sandwich. This is a substantial piece of chicken. This is some poultry that I just put in my mouth. Grant, your thoughts. It is definitely substantial. Very hearty, very thick. Um, We were talking about this chicken sandwich earlier uh, on Don and Steve, and we thought it, the looks of it from the picture we saw, it was too breaded. But after tasting it, mm-hmm. it's kind of the right amount of breading. I love it. And whatever this special sauce is, my goodness, it's real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is really nice. So, yeah, you know the breading <clears throat> on this chicken sandwich. Well, I will say this: comparing chicken sandwich experiences, if we're going to go through the catalog of fried chicken fast food sandwiches yep. that we've had. Uh, this one is way better than the McDonald's one. Mm-hmm. Yep. The McDonald's one was dry, mm-hmm. and it just kind of was. It just sort of, it yeah, just, it was it, fine. It did the trick. It existed Yeah, in my mouth at one point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> until now, it didn't. It, until it didn't. <laughs> now, I will say, though, now I'm kind of giving away my Cobra rating, that mm-hmm. this one is a little under the Popeye's. Mm-hmm. The Popeye's okay. is still mm-hmm. doing it for me in a way. Now, mm-hmm. I will say, though, the top one. I had it on a road trip, mm. and I had it in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and a nice woman named Pumpkin served me. Oh, it was called. It was like the Golden Clock, mm-hmm. or uh, let's see. You sent us a picture of the receipt. Yes, it was like Golden Clock or something. Golden oh. Chick. Mm-hmm. Golden Chick. Now this is a fast food company that's based out of Texas, and I think that it's fairly regional. But this, the Golden Chick sandwich. If you can get your buns down to one of those situations. Get one of those in a bun. Get one of those in a bun. But that's neither here nor there. We've got this Burger King one, which is great. It's good. Yeah. It really does the trick. I mean, like, I'm I'm with you. Okay, so let's actually go around the horn and rate this. We do this on a, a scale of five Cobras, Grant. So five being the best, one being I cannot ever again eat this. I'm going to give it four Cobras. Holly? Nice, solid four. Grant? Four for both of you guys. Well, yeah. I'm a Chick-fil-A guy first and foremost. I really want to try this place in Texas you talked about, but one day when I get down there, I might have to. 
I'm going to still say it's just a hair below the uh, Chick-fil-A sandwich. Mm. And I'm going to say that I'll give it a, I'm going to go, I go weird numbers. I don't, I don't, I go away from the, okay. the even. So I'm going to go with 3.8. Okay. 3.8. 3.8. I like that. Yeah. Like, like figure skating mm. or gymnastics. Yes. 3.8. Now, 3.8. I want to draw your attention to another thing on your plate. This is a sweet treat. Our boss required a sweet treat today. And we do what she tells us always. Yep. She said, uh, get a dessert, get a bunch of desserts. And then she paid. And I was like, okay. So this is their Hershey's Sunday pie. And it is actual like Hershey's Sunday in pie form. And, ooh, I just dropped a little. Oh, oh, uh, I'm going to take a bite first is. while you guys tell about okay. everything else. Well, this is, it's like, it's not a handheld pie. Mm-hmm. So this is actual a legit slice of pie because fast food pies are sometimes, you know, the pocket pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I've ever had this before. So, Oh, my gosh, you guys. What you need to know first is I'm a French silk pie gal. Oh, well, then you're in. This is like a very French silk pie experience. Mm. That's a 4.5 for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Right? Easy, easy. That's a nice four. And it's a really good small slice. It's perfect. Oh, that that other brownie crust they have on the oh, bottom there. So good. To die for. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to uh, tell you about some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you for that, Grant. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live. At mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer will be back on Monday. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yeah. Grant is at the controls. And before we get to our uh, our D bags, I just have to say we were just having this conversation out in the hallway because I ran out of the studio to go check something. And I literally ran directly into Matt Belanger. Another human being. Which then turned into a hug, which was super fun. Very nice. And if you are all emerging from this, um, you know, kind of slowly emerging from our, like, socially distanced life in safe ways, if you're vaccinated and everything is, you know, getting a hug from somebody unexpectedly is, like, the greatest thing in the entire world. So I just wanted to just have a moment. Can we can we give it up for hugs? Yes, hugs. Yes. Pew pew pew. Wait, that didn't work. Did you do that, Holly? Yeah, I did that. Oh, but we didn't hear it. Oh, okay. Well, I just did it to myself. Then maybe all those were hidden. (laughs) The whole time. I mean, I was doing it the whole first segment of the hour. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not hearing anything when you. (laughs) Oh, rude! I was like, okay, well then that that's been lost because I was doing it to celebrate everyone who was doing awesome things. I was giving them an air horn. Oh, that's hilarious! Nobody got it. Was a silent air horn. Well, I'll tell you who won't be getting. (laughs) There we go for hugs. All right, I'll tell you who won't be getting any air horns. uh, Our d bags today. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh my gosh, you guys. Yeah. Okay, so I want to follow up on my D-bag from yesterday. Ooh, fun. Whose name we shall not mention. I don't want to talk about any identifying factors of this jerk. This is the DJ in Massachusetts. He's a morning show DJ who... um. Marched off the job because he was very upset that he was, quote, not allowed to make jokes about Demi Lovato Mm. after they came out as non-binary. Okay. We, We went down this road yesterday. Ridiculous, 
you're you're annoying, you're obnoxious, you are narcissistic, mm-hmm. et cetera, right? Right. And you're using this to elevate your own brand of whatever you think you are. Yeah. Right. And it's, Shock jock radio. But it's like, oh, I can't even. So I would like to thank, I got to figure out who it was that sent this to me because I want to make sure I give them um, the props that they deserve. But we got, uh, oh, from Happiness. Happiness. Is the is the name of the handle hey. happiness eight three four zero? Thank you, happiness, for uh, alerting me to the follow up of this guy who again shall remain nameless who showed back up on air yesterday. So this was on Wednesday that he marched off the air because he was upset that he couldn't make fun of Demi Lovato because they uh, came out as non binary mm-hmm. yesterday. This radio host showed back up on the air. And then today, I'm telling you why they're a D-bag, because I listened to a portion of their show where they threw their co-host under the bus for not, uh, for listening to their boss. Okay. Okay? And it's super uncomfortable, and we are not going to play it. Good. I don't want to hear it. But this guy, I mean, he says things like, you work for me. Mm. Which I can't even. I I just wanted to follow up and say this guy has shown us that he really is a d bag and deserving of the title. Um, he was very he yelled at his co host on the air. It was very uncomfortable. Can you imagine? Oh, can you imagine? Like I'm not going to pretend like our show doesn't have conflict, but when we have conflict, we do the normal thing and take it off the air. Yeah, right. and then and, and then we talk it talk out, talk it out, and then we resolve it. In a healthy way, and then we go on about our day. But I would never, ever, ever would we ever put that out on the air, nor would we ever. Because here's the other thing. Now I'm making it all about us, but but it's true. But for reference, I mean, because we can actually speak to this topic because we are in the same profession as this person, right? We do make our own brand of sausage. This is true, (laughs) and and our jobs. um, I really I take this very seriously. My job. And the job of everybody who you hear on this radio station, our job is to make the people who we are on the air with look good. Oh, yeah. Always. Always. You would, I would never, I wouldn't dream of letting one of my coworkers on any show hang out there and look bad. Even if we're trying to make each other look bad, we're doing it to make them look good. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, Mm -hmm. well, it's all in, I mean, if we're going to pull back the curtain a little bit, it's all in service of the fun that you're having when you listen mm-hmm. to this show. You know, it right. Yeah, it's all in service of that fun, even if it's light gentle ribbing or busting somebody's chops or doing whatever. And it's not fun to really bring a real conflict onto the air and ha- and double down on your debagness. Yeah. In this way, it's oh. not funny. No. It's not fun. And if if this guy if what he really was trying to rail against when his bosses told him not to make fun of Demi Lovato on the air, if what he was really upset about was not being able to say what he wanted to and have fun, I don't know how this scene where he berated his co-host was any fun at all for anybody. No. That Nor was it funny. Ooh, it would have been, I, I mean, I'm sure that in that moment it was just like, can can this moment stop? It can, is, can, can it please just stop? And I'm, you know, using this opportunity to, you know, essentially flaunt your ego around everywhere. 
Yes, that that exactly. host that we are not talking about, <laughs> we, whose we name not, we shall not a, mention. Yeah. He thinks he must be so important, right? To to act like that, to treat people like that, mm-hmm. to take this type of situation that he's in, where he the, everything about this just screams narcissist, ego, ego, mm-hmm. and a hole. Yes, all of those things. All yes. above, d bag, all of it. Yeah. So uh, I just would like to confirm that our earlier assessment that this guy. Uh, who we shall not mention the name of, this radio DJ in Massachusetts, a very popular morning DJ, uh, is in fact still a D-bag. Well, well there you right. go. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. 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 Holly, who's your D-bag? Uh, you know, just wanted to mention this. This is just like, this is a light. A mild D-bag? It's just mild. You know, there wasn't, yours was so epic, Colleen, that I <laughs> It's feel pretty like epic. It, I I highly recommend that you listen to yeah. that if you can handle the secondhand embarrassment going. Yeah, that was legitimate. Oh. I just want to, maybe, mm, let's let's consult with Travis Barker about some of these tattoo choices oh, that he's been making fun. lately. Okay. <laughs> um, the Specifically, the Don't Trust Anyone tattoo with an image of a woman that looks like his ex, Shana Mochler. Oh, wow. <gasps> no. <laughs> no yeah. Uh, so no Travis Barker is letting his tattoos do the talking because he has added now Travis Barker, drummer for Blink One Eighty Two, current beau of Courtney Kardashian. He's no probably have, has no, a tongue in her throat right now. Probably right now, <laughs> ish. This is a family show. Sorry, is it okay? <laughs> Travis Barker got a tattoo, I believe, right by his throat that says "Don't trust anyone," and it has a picture of a woman. Mm-hmm. And this tattoo of a woman, you could you could make the argument that it looks like Shayna Mochler. It has a hint of his ex-wife. I, are we really are we doing passive aggressive communication via tattoo at this? Moment? I feel like he is. I mean, real talk, like <sighs> Travis Barker. I don't. I can't say he he was on that reality show. Right with her, yes, they did a reality show back in the day on MTV. So it's oh, so it's fascinating because it's like I suppose the conversation would be, well, Travis Barker, did he come out of nowhere? Well, he is very familiar with the world of reality right. TV. He's done, he's been to this rodeo before. Yeah, I just I don't know. I feel like he's he's a person who's letting his tattoos do the talking. Well, he I, is. I don't know that he has. He says he has a lot to say. Yeah, and what I find fascinating is that. These tattoos, you know, everybody gets tattoos for different reasons. Yeah. Sometimes they just like the design. Yep. Sometimes they're drunk in Panama City on spring break. Yep. And sometimes they've really thought about it because they have special sentimental meaning. I mean, see Pete Davidson, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Actually, there are some of Pete Davidson's tattoos, side comment, that I, I really respect. Oh, I think Pete, some of them are so funny. Pete Davidson has a tattoo of the dog painting that's featured in the movie Goodfellas. Yes. The dog painting that one goes this way, one goes the other way. Like, that guy has his body art in the right place sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But this is like, this is like a publationship tattoo. Yeah. This is a permanent marker of a publationship. And, you know, one would maybe advise Travis Barker... That publicationships sometimes have an endpoint. Yeah. And that you're doing this in the service of publicity. I don't know necessarily if that is something that I would advise. Again, light D-bag. A light D-bag. True. Not a choice that is is advisable here on the Colleen and Bradley show. But I suppose at the end of the day, you do you. And you express yourself in the way that you want. And he sure is. Also, how... Well, no. Well, now It's you a gotta, family show. I'm sorry. It's a family show. I'm just thinking how awkward it is. 
No, I was just thinking about how <laughs> awkward it would be for Courtney when they're having intimate time to be looking at his ex on his body. Sure. That's awkward. Yeah. Now, by the way, I'm looking at Pete Davidson's tattoos, which, mm-hmm. by the way, he also has decided to laser some off. Yeah, and he's been public about that, that he wants to take some of those back. And I think some of the reasons why are because he's starting to do some more serious roles, and he knows that when he goes in to put makeup over that, that's a commitment. Mm -hmm. But um, as I'm looking at his... One of my favorite things about Pete Davidson's tattoos is that he... um, that he looks like a human doodle pad, right? Like it doesn't look like he's put a lot of thought in how to like mix them together in a way that looks like a one big artist statement. Oh yeah, because okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking at Pete Davidson's chest, and his tattoos are including but not limited to the Goodfellas dogs that I talked about uh-huh. next to Winnie the Pooh, uh-huh. the Mars Attack alien skull, yep. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, yes. and a shark. I mean, there's a keyhole. <laughs> I, there's a, I mean, it's... I, yeah, I see a Cheshire cat on one of his arms next by the to way, a wolf. Uh, the, the one that you... The shark actually is a cover-up tattoo. It uh, covers up a... A tattoo that he had that said, jokes come and go, but swag is forever. Oh, honey. No. Oh, honey. Bless your heart. Yeah. So then he was like, he must have been like, that's embarrassing. That was a night in Miami like Holly was talking about. Yep. So then he put a shark over that. Good call. (laughs) It just is really, he's a human doodle pad. And I, I respect it. Listen, like everybody's got a story. It's just funny to me. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, we have to have a D-bag double down because Kylie, or not Kylie, Kendall Jenner uh, and her tequila are making people talk. And I feel like we saw this one coming from a mile away. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so sometimes we just have a lot of extra D-bag lying around and we need to put it into a whole different segment all to its own. And this one is a doozy, y'all. Uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. He'll be back on Monday. Holly and I are here with you. Grant's at the controls. And we've got another D-bag. It's a double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Yes. Of the day. Okay. Well, I mean, and this one's not of the day. No, this is like of the millennium. Yeah. Kendall Jenner. Hi, honey. It's like the Kardashian (laughs) Jenners. Okay, so here's why. And I swear to you, we saw this coming from a mile away. Like, thank you. Somebody go check the replay. Uh, I'm sure we predicted this. So remember how she came out with that tequila brand? What is it? 818? Mm Mm-hmm. And we were like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you're hanging out at a distillery. Okay, yeah. Inside California? Yeah. Isn't that what 818 is? Nice try. The Valley. The Valley. The Valley. But the thing about this tequila is allegedly it's made in Mexico, according to them. Um... And, you know, that they like that they, you know, did a lot of studying and it's one competitions and we've just kind of kept yeah. it under the radar for a couple of years okay. because we've been working on it. Guess what? <laughs> 818 Tequila by Kendall uh, is apparently is marketed as being a twice distilled Blanco and it retails at 
$44.99. I feel like I don't buy bottles of tequila, but I feel like that's on the, mm, how do we say, I would say like spendy I would say like the upper upper mid-range, yeah. upper right? Mid-range. Like a really good tequila you would get for like in the $70 to $80 yep, yep. range. This is like a, an upper mid-range tequila. Okay. Don't ask me how I know these things. It's okay. Um, you can tell us. <laughs> I like a very expensive te- tequila brand. My girlfriend is obsessed with tequila, so that's all we have. In okay, our house. <laughs> so like I have this expense, and it lasts forever because I cannot bring myself ever to sip it because I'm like that is so expensive. It's more for show. But anyway, um, okay. So, but here's the thing: there's another tequila brand called Five One Two that launched in 2012. That is a triple distilled blanco. Priced for twenty six ninety nine, and it's made at the same distillery. And guess what? They're all it's the same damn oh, tequila. It's the same thing. Hey, guess what? The branding is even the same because the area code five one two for Austin, Texas is five one two, just like eight one eight tequila. Eight one eight is the area code for the San Fernando Valley <sighs> and probably Hidden Hills, Calabasas, etc. This is. <laughs> They're not even trying to hide They're not even trying. They're just like, oh, we're just going to make some extra money here. Can we just take your tequila? Okay. Okay. So you know what this smacks of? We've talked about this. Kylie Jenner's cosmetic line, Kylie Cosmetics, is ColourPop Cosmetics. Oh, yeah. that's just With the Kylie name on it. That's just a branding thing. Yes. Pro tip for the makeup folks out there. I think I have some. Let's look in my bag here. Get out that bag of tricks. Get out that bag of trips. 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 (laughs) This stuff here. Yeah. Where? Oh, a little color pop. This is the same stuff as Kylie Cosmetics, except I probably like paid like a third of the price. Yep. Yeah. If that. And it's it's good eyeshadow, by the way. Okay. See, good to know. Good to know. Oh, these people are shameless. They are shameless. And this is not like by any stretch the first time, nor shall it be the last that the Kardashians have done some shady things to try to make some extra bucks. Oh, well, and so it, as we say on the Colleen and Bradley show, nothing is real and everyone, and everyone smokes. smokes. It's on my shirt today. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Those are comfy shirts. It's my favorite. By the way. Um, also, what do we say on the show? I was born at night, but I wasn't born last night. What do we also say on this show? The Kardashians are... Terrible. What do we also say on this show? When it's so some- obvious. Thank you. <laughs> we got a lot of catchphrases, but it's, this is also obvious. Of course, Kendall Jenner's tequila company is basically a straight ripoff of somebody else's smaller right. company because the Kardashians have a long storied history of ripping off other companies. I take you back to the year 2011. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, Chloe, and Courtney are accused of knocking off a handbag by designer Mana Boddicker. <gasps> I remember that. So her handbag was a $600 handbag named the Clyde. Then the Kardashians, remember they had a fashion line for Sears? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. You know, okay, well, that's hilarious, and now I want to in investigate order in that order further. to in order for skims to fly, the Kardashian collection for Sears had to walk. So that was a thing about ten it. years ago, and one of those bags 
sold in that collection for $94. So they made a low-budget version of this $600 designer bag. Um, and uh, this with Chloe saying that it's our collection, and me and Courtney and Kim designed the entire thing ourselves. Okay. Lies. 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 Again, let us go back to 2011 again, where a designer named Alexis Batar accused Kim of copying his jewelry for her line, Belle Noel, because Kim Kardashian had a jewelry line okay, called we, Belle Noel. We, before we get to the nut of that story, can we just talk about how many lines of things they've had a that lot. are, and many of them don't last. Like no. they, they're very like sort of short lived. Flash in the pan. Make some money and yeah. move on. Yeah. Well, remember at one point in time, if we're going to be talking about Kardashian products, they had a cash card at one point. Okay, that sounds vaguely familiar. And it was very, very shady. It was a prepaid MasterCard debit card with a picture of the Kardashians on it. And apparently this thing had an absorbent, just like out of control fees. The cost of the card, just to have the card, was $100. Oh my god! Then you had to buy it. 12 months of monthly fees at $7.95 per month and preloaded deposits of $5 after the first year. Then the fees would be assessed. But I mean, the grift, the grift. I'm just trying to say, I'm going to just say something. I'm just going to say it. Please. It's your show. Do you get the impression that if Kris Jenner weren't Kris Jenner, she would be like selling Amway? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, she and that is nothing. I'm just saying, like, she will try just about anything. Yeah. To get more money. And it's just worked for them now. Well, and I think that Chris Jenner has been fairly obvious about that in the past, where she's Mm -hmm. like, I am going to do whatever it takes. Um, See her candle selling uh, infomercial. Yes, because that's the thing. Grant, seriously, if you have a moment just to go down this rabbit hole, she literally did infomercials where she was selling like wicks of wisdom. Wicks of wisdom. I was going to say psychic candles. Well, they are psychic candles. Yeah, they are. Wicks of wisdom. Um, She did. What else did she sell? She sold some fitness materials she's done all kinds of weird well because chris jenner was the one who resurrected the career of at the time bruce jenner yes and then put bruce jenner in infomercials and other things and chris jenner was kind of the mind behind that it's true so chris jenner will try to sell you anything even psychic candles she will try to sell you a ketchup popsicle and you're wearing white gloves. Thank you very much. So this is par for the course. Over the years, they have been accused of ripping off so many things. I mean, you know what? I might put a tweet out at this. I met Holly D. Roberts. This article is really interesting because it does lay out over the past decade, the Kardashian Jenners and the way that they have taken other people's intellectual property and finessed it into their own. It's gross. Yeah. And they've been uh, and they're doing it again. Yeah, and they probably don't care because it's like the money they make from what they do based on the people that they are. It's it's just like a flash in the pan to pay off a lawsuit. Oh, you know what? Quick, Allison, she said, is there going to be a Kardashian University? That already happened. It already happened. Oh, my gosh. I can't. Ah! Oh. Wow. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's the song you can't stop listening to? 651-641-1071.